brothers that don't be knowing. What's up? He is Troy Abbott. PT, my name is AJ Smith, strength coach, owner here at Smith's Fitness. This is Busy Getting Strong, the Smith's Fitness Podcast. Let's get it. Tell me this isn't sick. I was listening to this whole thing. Just that little twang in that voice, I've heard that for a while. (laughs) This is the last, the last song on the album. It's the best. This is all our podcast is going to be. We go back to the start of the Chingy Jackpot album and play the whole thing. Yeah. We'll give it one chorus. So good. Like, how can you not like this? <laughs> You're crazy if you don't like this. Alright, episode 20. I thought we'd start with... Um, we can do that each week. Yeah, I reckon we just bring up a washed up rapper. Just washed up rappers too. Washed up rapper music. Oh. And um, that was Chingy Bag Up. Off the Jackpot album. Apparently he's got other albums. I don't believe him. I don't believe Spotify. He's lying. Well, you were calling out some of the songs last night. I was like, wow, he actually had a few. Dude, he's got a few all right. But this gets me to... The the most important thing today is I want to know what's going on with washed up rappers. Because I feel like it's like one thing to be washed up like musician. Like, yeah, my band was big in the 90s. But like you're a musician, right? So it goes hand in hand with sort of being like a broke artist. Yeah. And like, yeah, you made it big, all that sort of stuff. But rappers, especially when they're like, because they ball out so much. Yeah. And especially like early 2000s, it was just like chains, MTV cribs. Yeah. Like cars that had like fairy floss on the side of them and fucking um, hydraulics and all that sort of shit. And then now I'm like, what the fuck is Chingy doing, bro? Yeah. What's he up to? I, I feel like he's in line at a nightclub somewhere telling people that he, like, had hit records and bouncers aren't letting him into clubs. Do they? Do and he's like, I'm chingy. Do you reckon they lose their coolness more than, like, say, sort of rock stars? So Hell rock stars yeah. sort of keep that... Dude, you got to, cool like... Them, don't they, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they'll be like, oh, that, that dude's from such and such. and yeah. But, like, rappers, it's just like, oh, you fell off. So they're very fat, aren't they, almost, you know? I don't know. Not, not... What's chingy doing, bro? That's what I want to know. Yeah. He's going to be one of the worst. What about um? What, you, like, what about Ja Rule? What dude, Ja Rule still gets around, but that was yeah, like the look, joke. <laughs> that was the joke because Chappelle came out with a joke that's like, um, oh, what was it? It was like a newscast or something, and like, and it was like, we need to know what Ja Rule, what, what does Ja Rule think or something like this. Yeah. And then there was, oh, I forget, I forget the way it happened, but there was like a fucking. Uh, like a a political debate or something and then they crossed to like some news station just like had Ja Rule on and get, got like his opinion on it I was yeah, like what that. the fuck's going on here <laughs> why is Ja Rule on this oh. yeah it's weird but like what's Ja Rule doing I reckon he's just like still he's... calling Jennifer Lopez trying to do another track <laughs> Jennifer Lopez like nah I've moved on yeah yeah fuck what are they doing um man I'm getting annoyed because I really want to skate at the new skate park yeah Port Kennedy Skate Park is about 500 metres from uh, the gym and it's been teasing us for months it's been teasing us for months man Um, as soon as it opens we're we're gonna make a sick edit like you're gonna skate I don't care how close to Perth Cup it is Troy yeah (laughs) well hopefully it's not over the next three weeks then so Uh, yeah it will be yeah I reckon it'll be a couple of weeks it's almost they're doing like landscaping and shit yeah yeah the park's actually up Um, so we're going to go make an edit. So maybe I'll try and skate a little bit harder and you can take it easy. But you, you'll still shred anyway. But we'll make a little edit. We'll, get, we'll actually put the GoPro to use. Yep. Follow each other around like little skate rats. Sick. And then like that's going to be our new gym promo mo- uh, video. <laughs> just us skating. Yep. Like, like, these guys do fitness or just skateboard? Ah, who cares? It doesn't matter. Skate, oh, yeah, of course you do. Um, fitness. Yeah, so you're going to shred, bro. But I want to know. Kick your back tails, come back out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to know, you've done better tricks than me, all right? 
But I want to know um, what your dream trick is that you think you could possibly do. Like, obviously, you could, you, could do. you could come up with fucking anything, and that would be, like, your dream trick. But what's one that you feel like, fuck, like, I've got the, I've got the components, I would just need put to it all together. put it together. Oh, that's a really tough one. You know what I mean? Because oh, like, anyone that. could say, like, oh, tray flip, crook, nolly tray out, or something, and it's like, well, fuck, dude, like... Yeah. You probably don't have that. I've got like old tricks that I've done that I'd like to do again. That's probably one way to Well, I've it. seen your so, like, kicky back tail shove it out or I've something. Done, I've done a kicky back tail big spin. Like, big spin out. Yeah, yeah. that's Fuck probably yeah. the best trick I've ever done. How long would it take you to get that back? I, I wouldn't take Not that long. I can still kicky back tail now. Yeah, because yeah, a big spin, I mean, you can sort of just throw it and, yeah, and land. Yeah, it's just it. one of those tricks that sort of flow just, out anyway. Yeah, so you give can, it a. Yeah. You revert it around and. Give it a kick and sort of thing. And yeah. It'll probably happen. Anything yeah. to do with backside flips, I still feel like I can just... Yeah. A kickflip backside trick is... It's still back, there. Kickflip back tail, big spin out. Like in, you know what would be mad? Big spin out the other way. Yeah, no, that's... That would be sick. Or like that 270 reverse <coughs> out, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I was trying to do them out of like just a board side, because that's like about as extensive as my tricks go. Yeah. Just trying to like go to fakie, but like sort of manual it around to like a 270. Dude, it's so hard. Yeah. My mine is, and I feel like I've got the, I've got the components to it because I can half cab heel flip, and I can half cab nose slide or switch tail slide. Yeah. So half cab heel nose slide would be the one that half I feel cab. like. Oh yeah, it's, I it's, feel like I could do. I could sort of. I could probably do that. Yeah. Like it's a doable trick. It's a one. doable trick. Like I've especially got especially more heel flip both than those, kick flip. Like yeah. heel flip, you're coming into it. So yeah, you know. I've got both those tricks. I just need to combine them. Yep. Flipping onto a ledge is not like I've never fucking done it. Maybe some weird, like little kick flip 50 50s on a curb height stuff. Yeah. Not lately, I'll tell you that. Mine's just all like. I just don't really try that stuff, to be fair. I think all my tricks are just like want to do tricks that just kick flip into some sort of grind, like a kick flip backsmith, yeah. kick flip front crook. That was always a like, thing. Because my, re- my best go to trick's probably just a, well, to be a front side 50 50 front shove out. Like, that's my, like... That's your... Because you've got... Uh, anything in or out is like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's, like, the one that I can hit, like, first 10 goes sort of thing if I really want. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel like I could get that fakie heel flip, switch tail or no side, whatever it ends up being. Because my so best... My best trick is probably the half cab... Half cla- the The half cab no slide shove it out. I've done before. Half cab. Which ends up sort of being like a sex change. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you come out like you're about to go... What would you come out? I don't know how... Wait, you go that way. Yeah, the board shove it, but you you still come out natural footed. Yeah. But the board shove it. The board comes out like you'd be going, coming out fakie. So it's a, a little cheat shove it. Because it only turns like 90 degrees, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's probably like the hardest trick because you're doing like... like tech trick. Is you're doing like a trick into something and then a trick out of something. Yeah. I love that stuff. Too. Otherwise, it's, yeah, like 50-50 front shove out. You which can is, flip out of a 50-50? I can never do it, man. Yeah. I feel like it would be easier... I've always wanted I've always to tried to. Off like a tail slide. I'm, I'm oh, yeah. That'd be or mad. flip out of a manual. Like that would that. be mad. I can't, I can't do that shit. All right. Enough of us talking about rappers and skateboarding. Why don't you just make a rappers and skateboarding podcast? podcast yeah. I don't think we'd have anyone listen. That's yeah, fuck. We probably don't have anyone listen anyway. <laughs> um, for those of you who... There was a few people that were like, it's been three weeks, where's the podcast? Really? So yeah, shout out to those yeah. dudes. Um, nah, it's... Uh, I think we're up over nearly 4,000 listens in 20... Yeah, 20 episodes. So we're a fifth of the way to the hundo. Yeah. Um, all right, man. I want to get to uh, this. Is sort of uh, this is from Scottish Rob. Yep. He sent in some uh, some yeah. questions. He wants to ask you what you're looking at hitting come Perth Cup. Let's go. What's your um, what's your best lift so far? In the gym now, or, or, or uh, uh, on the platform? So two hundred squat. 115 bench and uh, 205 deadlifts, best I've done in comp. At 75? Yep, 74 kilos. Yep. So, um, numbers though, I, I, whenever I get asked this one, I'm always a bit funny with it because I always think, um, 
I never really know. People always ask me, what do you think? I was like, I really don't know. 2.5 more than all your other PBs? Just take more a, than last time. Yeah, more than last like, time, take a 7.5. I, I used to really, like, sometimes I'll have, like, a specific thing. Like, last time I was like, I want to squat 200. The yep. time before that was, I want to deadlift 200. You passed both time, those now, eh? I so passed, and I wanted that 500 total. That was the other one. So you this got time, all of those last time? Yeah, so I've got all the little yeah. mini goals I've had. Like, I did have a little mini All those goals. sort of benchmarks, eh? Like, yeah. Yeah, so... I suppose the next one will be the next one that normally comes is like five hundred pounds, which is two twenty seven. Yeah. Uh, but that's going to be like I, don't, I never do, I don't do the old Steve pounds, so that's, <laughs> I probably should. Then I get oh, it's just like another off. another. Um, I suppose you can go in plates as well. So what's the next? Plates? I always go by plates. So like yeah. my de- the two twenty deadlift is probably the one I'm thinking now. Like that's the one I'm. Yeah. I don't know why that where that came from, but I'm like I just want to get a two twenty deadlift. But, yeah, so. that's not. Yeah, that's not five plates, though, on no. the platform, is it? Because no, the not. collars. Yeah. Oh, but it just dirty. I don't know, it's just that number. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. I don't know, I don't feel like I've achieved anything by hitting <laughs> 210, 215, which is probably more likely at yeah. this stage. But All right. So anything but, above a 500, if you got 510, you'd be stoked? No, nah, it's got to be over 520, yeah. So I know, I'm pretty Oh, wait, what did you get last time? 520. Oh, okay, yeah, shit. Last yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Anything oh, over like, 520. Around 550, I'm thinking. 540, 550. Ooh, be nice. shit, yeah. So, Sweet. And you're on track for most of those? Um, I think so. It's to push it up around there? Squats felt really good last night, except for that calf issue I've got. So yep. I've got some sort of tendon, like niggle, that's put have me you, up. But have you brought your wraps up higher? No, I've actually brought them in tighter around just um, around my knee. But okay. um, there's something going funky going around the hamstring. I've got to go see, shout out to Josh. The back of, sort of the back of your knee? Around the back of the knee, I felt this real. Have you tried? Have you tried um, wrapping them the other way? Uh, no, I haven't. No. Do you wrap outwards? Always wrap, yeah, from in to out. Yeah. Yep. Starting in, then back and out. Because there was always like that little, um, I don't know. Some people sort of saying, "Oh, wrap your knees out because you want your knees out," and it was a bit like, "Well, fuck, <laughs> you've come too far if that's like." I actually don't if you can't keep your knees out and you're and you're wrapping your knees, you've well, probably got something. I don't actually. I've done it both I don't ways think it accidentally works. before, and I, I really don't see a difference anyway. Yeah. So. Um, I wrapped. I know I had calf problems when I was wrapping outwards yep. on myself. I wrap everyone outwards. Just if they say, "I'll oh, wrap my knees," I'll wrap them outwards. Yeah. Yeah. And they normally are fine with it. Um, I've wrapped myself outwards, and then like, yeah, calf. I think the a little bit of a calf reason, niggle. That I sort got, of stuff. I got it from week one wrapping, and I re- I got those new Lily Bridge wraps, a bit stiffer wrap. Yeah. And I went super tight, and I probably didn't need to. Yeah. I think, and I just I got a little niggle from then. Each week, it's just yeah. progressively got a bit worse. Um, so I'm glad I just cut it. I did one set last night. I was like, that's that's. Oh, I, did, I tried to do a second set, and it felt absolute shit out. So I was like, I'm not gonna do that again. Okay. Um, and I iced it, and. Uh, did the heat nice last night? As yeah. I was back and forth doing that. And actually Feeling better. I was a bit. I was limping a little bit today, but not um, nowhere near as bad. Dude, as Dude, you got to think like just a, from like a outside looking in, it's pretty fucking drastic. Just like just tying something around your fucking yeah. knees, like, yeah. and then chucking something heavy on your back. Like it's no wonder there's like gonna be soft tissue. Yeah. Like what? Well, call it injuries or niggles or damage well, and that sort of stuff it's, yeah. it's pretty fucking bonkers what you, what we're actually doing um, that sort of we, we have sort of touched on it because um, we're getting a lot of the guys getting into knee wraps now um, leading into Perth Cup how to get started in knee wraps I feel like everyone should wrap themselves to start with yep. just to I don't know it's almost like a rite of passage yep. like I, I wrap a, a few of the guys down there and I'm like yeah, you gotta learn how to wrap yourself. So I even did it to Sally the other day. She hated you. She was that. like, "Can you wrap my knees?" I was like, "Nah, I'm busy." I wasn't really that busy. <laughs> um, I just said, "No, nah, you'll figure it out." Like, yeah. you know, um, it's a rite of passage sort of thing. It's yeah. you've got to. I don't know. You should know how to do it. I think it's a better way to if you do it yourself too. You yeah. can get a feel for what feels right. Yeah. You know, just to start with it. Exactly, because as and especially like most things, it comes down to um, personal preference. So if you only know one way of rapping or you get someone to rap, like I, I rap the way I rap, um, which is basically just a crisscross way. And I sort of, um, got that, I think it was off, um, Sebastian Oro. I just sort of watched a few of his tutorials probably four or five years ago. Yeah. 
um, and just thought, well, that's what I'll try to start with. And then I just stuck with it. So when people ask me to rap, that's how I rap. If they ask me to do a different version of it or a different style, like start at the bottom, crisscross, all that, I'd attempt to do that. But you feel better doing it your way. That you yeah, know. well, that's the way I like to rap people. But if they felt like, no, nah, I want you to do this, that's up to them to yeah. know that that's how they want it to, to done. And how are they going to know? By doing it themselves and experimenting with it. So yeah, that's right. um, I feel like that's, that's one thing I'd say, like wrap yourself to start with. Make sure your leg's straight. Um, don't T- go... Tense your quad and tense your quad. toes up toes up it will help um, don't go overboard that's, too much and don't, don't go up me. in weight as well biggest thing for me is like um, I was staying with Katie last night like when you first start using wraps I know you're a little bit different on this one but just ease yourself in with how tight you have to go is oh I like don't a, see I don't really think I've I haven't really wrenched on many of them man yeah I just wrap them yeah yeah oh well so, I, I feel like if you self wrap it's not going to be as tight yeah um, I, I also feel like, and I made the mistake and that's why, you know, I'm, I've done these mistakes, like made these mistakes in the past. So people don't have to, yeah. like don't go up in weight. Don't just think I'm going to go from sleeves and wraps. Oh yeah, sweet. I'll just pop some weight on. Yeah, like just because, yeah, exactly. just cause I'm in wraps, just do the same, just start off and maybe finish the same weights that you were doing in sleeves yeah. in your wraps Definitely, before yeah. you start thinking, Oh, the wraps are supposed to give me 30 kilos and yeah. start thinking, you know, because everyone's different as well. Like with their sleeve squats to their wrap squats, some people do get yeah a massive amount of like advantage, and then other people actually don't get yeah as much. Or definitely to start with, anyways, it does take a. I'm only. I still feel like I'm new to wraps. So like this is now the fourth time I've gone into a comp, and I'm just. It's just like probably the first time I'm like starting to under, like get the feeling yeah of not just shitting myself as I get under the bar and actually concentrating what I'm doing a little bit. Yep. That's, so it's taken a little bit already. So it does take time to get used to them. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anything else? Getting started in wraps? Um, yeah, I think that's good advice. Eh? Take your time. Don't have to go extremely tight the first couple of times. Wrap yourself. Wrap yourself. Get used to doing it. Don't go up in weight. Yeah. Yep. Try inwards. Try outwards. Look up little tutorials. Like I said, my, I got mine off Sebastian Oren from God knows how long ago. Yeah. Um, and it's just a crisscross pattern. Um, some people, I think he even changed the way. You I've, se- I've under, seen him do under it under the knee as well, don't you? And then up. Yeah, I up. start with half the wrap on the um, I like changed. on the patella. I used to be a little bit lower. Yeah, right. Um, and then I've just started to be sort of like half the wrap on the patella. And I don't then, like any more than half the wrap underneath the. Patella, I used to start though, sort of on the tibial tuberosity, which is that bit underneath the patella. Yeah. Top of your shin, um, but I found that was a little bit low, and not getting as much wrap around the actual knee joint. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look up, look up how to wrap and, and that from from all your favorite powerlifters, and they'll they'll probably have a video on it. I think yep. even Sebastian Orem's changed the way he does it now. I think he does. I've like seen him do like some style. Yeah. some crisscross sort of yeah, stuff now. I think I'll do um, very similar to his one now as well. Yeah, so yeah, look those guys up. I don't have one that's out and out the one, the you know the guide to wrapping because it's so such personal preference, man. Yeah. Some people, like I said, my calves were just getting pinched when I wrapped outwards, and it was simply I'll wrap inwards. Yeah, right. And it felt better. Maybe I should try the same. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, the wrap is this, it's the same sort of wrap. Yeah. You're just doing it a different direction. Yeah, so that's it on wraps anyway. Um, Scottish Rob, another one for us. Uh, what sport would you want to compete in that you haven't before? Oh, Let's go with you. Question. So that haven't competed in before. What haven't I done that I'd really would have loved to do? Yeah, because we're go because we're fucking go getters. We've already done them all. I've, yeah, I've played so many <laughs> freaking sports, but I'm trying to think of just one sport. Probably CrossFit. I haven't CrossFit? done CrossFit, and I've always probably like. I have. I think I'd actually be pretty good at CrossFit if I gave that a go. Oh, so. if you actually not just like jump in now, sort of thing, just like actually train for it. Yeah, you'd be good, man. Yeah. Well, the next thing's strongman for me, anyways. Next year. Yeah, I'm boy. Doing it next year, so. I'll hold you to that. Yeah. CrossFit. Yeah. Oh, like, you can say sort of competed. I even jumped in a competition that I need to do the workouts for, actually. Um, like an online one. Yeah. Um, the Bay Games. Um, I did a, I did a CrossFit comp, actually, with um, Josh and Nick. Like a, what was it called? Like a triples one. Oh, I forget the name of it. It's one of the ones in Perth, so it's like um, a team one. Oh, I forget the name. It's been around for a while now, but I did that one. That was fun, except for the handstand walks. I still can't do handstand I walks either. I handstand walks too. I can Fucking do a handstand, but when power, it goes to walk... Power and cleans was all me. Um, but yeah, there's just there was just CrossFit, because I wasn't even training CrossFit then. Yeah. Um, I was just powerlifting. Um, yeah, there was a lot of the CrossFit-y sort of stuff. Strength stuff was all right, but... Whew. 
the good thing about that is with the the team, you can just be like, I'm done, you're up, yeah, and just chuck it at those two who were doing CrossFit, which was good. Um, I've sort of, I don't know, I like I want to do adventure races. Um, I've sort of done one, so that doesn't count. Um, I've done done the ultra, done powerlifting, rugby. I don't know, man. I feel what like team maybe. Sport would you like? Is, is there any team sports you haven't done that you'd like to do? I've played footy, played rugby, played basketball. Fuck, what else? I don't know. Nothing sort of uh, jumps out at me. Like, I want to do... I want to do an adventure race with the paddle. I was paddling yesterday. It's, I'm yeah. just fucking useless at it, man. I need to get better. So all the adventure races are like, 5K pa- um, 15K paddle. I'm like, oh, fucking hell. I'm going to fall out a hundred times. Um, I don't know. I would like to do something... Yeah, adventure race-ish... Like, even, like, multi-day adventure race. Yeah. Like, some real distance, that sort of stuff. Having to fucking carry a map with you. That sort of shit. Yeah, yeah. That's sort of where I would go. I don't know. I don't know. There's not many of those races. Something like the Red Bull Defiance race or something, which has, like, kayak, mountain bike, run across, like, a couple of hundred kilometers, that sort of thing. Whitewater raft. Abseil. Um, I'm definitely not with you on that one. That oh, sort of shit. Abseil is sick, though. That sort of well, shit. Well, actually, rock climb is just sick. Like, <coughs> yeah, like stuff I, like I, that. I love that stuff. Stuff like that, I feel like, and which is an adventure race. I've sort of, I've done, I did the off-road triathlon, which yeah. was sort of an adventure race, the ex-adventure in Dunsborough. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to get to the Augusta race. It's only like ten weeks away. Yeah. Um, Ninja Warrior. That's what. Well, I'm, I'm doing. I say competing. I'm doing. Um, Again, an obstacle course. I suppose I've done that as well. Fuck. I don't know, man. That's a good question. I have to find some. Spike ball. Spike balls. (laughs) Man, I wanted to ask you this question. Um, And this comes down to... Oh, not comes down to, but... I want to know who you follow on Instagram or on Facebook that gets you up and about. Like, that's... In the age of... Like, the media these days is all social media. It's all phone-based stuff. So, who, who... Like... Maybe 15 years ago, it was like, oh, I got the Arnold handbook, yeah. and it was Arnie. Or I yeah. watched the fucking Van Damme movies, and it was Van Damme. Nowadays, it's all in your palm, all right? So it's all on your phone. I want to know who, from a few different aspects, who who sort of yeah. uh, opened your eyes to getting into powerlifting yourself, Okay. and who do you yeah. sort of like the cut of their jib when it comes to who you follow? It could be anyone. It could be fucking bodybuilders. could be... I don't know, uh, businessmen, whoever you're following, that sort of gets you jacked so who, up. Who inspires me? Who, yeah, sort, sort of, of inspires you, but you know what I mean. Like you, you sort of, you think, yeah, I like the way they go about it, and I, I want to sort of emulate that a little bit. And I feel like, um, sort of everyone you follow is going to be a little bit influential. Yeah. To you, hopefully they're in a good way. I've got a sort of different way of looking at it with this one. So people are probably expecting some to say someone that's like a real star or someone who's a... That, you, that everyone knows the name of. To be honest, I actually probably get more inspiration off just the people that I know that are around me that are doing these things. Yep. So like when I think about my power thing, like I got inspired by going to watch my wife do her first meet. Oh, uh, by one of my mates stop it no I did like, <laughs> and, and this is honest to God and I still feel like this even I was thinking about this question before who like does inspire me it's the people that are around me mm-hmm. that aren't that I, I get to see every day doing these things not these people these top Instagram and Facebook people that's a good that, answer man yeah I, like I was thinking answer. about it and I, was, I really I do because like, like just Aaron today the young fella look, he's Fuck, like 50 dude. kilos that's nuts eh and I was just like man I was, I'm, I'm really inspired by that like I'm just like he just set himself dude I, like, I, don't, I'm, I don't believe him <laughs> yeah, I'm like fuck off yeah where's it all gone eh? yeah no killers. shit it's unbelievable Shout but I do Aaron what yeah, a legend well done man he's, gonna, he's still going too so. yeah fuck yeah and I do I actually get more inspired oh, by right. those those people doing those things like my clients doing things where they you know they were not athletic in any ability and then they get up and do a powerlifting meet for me I get that's what gets me inspired okay. who, who did alright I know that's, that sounds cool no, that's a good answer true, so. that's an awesome answer and I suppose that's probably I'm gonna. I'll. I'll probably be different to you, but that doesn't mean. Well, doesn't mean anything really. Yeah. Who Who would you have started like, 
Who was the first powerlifter that you started following, or someone that you were like, I'm, oh, who, oh, yeah, this guy? The, probably, actually, the person, there, he's, a, he's a local guy, give him a bit of a shout-out as well. Yeah. The first person I probably went, you know what, I can do this, Yeah. is um, Yanni. I saw Yanni on Instagram. Dude. So he's going to love He's one of my favourite lifters to watch, eh? Because I don't know whether he's going to fucking smash a mad deadlift or something, yeah. or just, like, fall over and just fucking throw his belt. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it, eh? But I just Fuck loved, goes I always thought like you know powerlifting was always this thing that I looked at it was just yeah big dudes do it yeah you know, yeah, like, yeah. It's and you saw out, someone that you know, was I saw a guy oh, he would have been smaller oh. he was it was similar size to me yeah you know, he's you know he's under seventy five kilos I think yeah. at the time he's lift he was deadlifting three hundred yeah kilos. he cranks that dude and I was just like wow this is actually possible to do yeah know? so I oh, that's sick so he's probably one of so the you're first not guys you're not really out. a star fucker. I don't know. You know, I don't get... I, I think they're uh, so far up. I'm just like... I, um, I love watching Yuri Belkin lift. Oh, yeah. I, but I don't use what he does as my inspiration. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know I'd what you mean. To watch, I prefer to watch Nathan squatting 260 last night as my inspiration. Fuck yeah. Like, he's like, dude, that's... Equal PB. Watching him sort of how he's progressed and grown as a lifter, like... Yeah. That's, you know, more much more inspiring to me. Yeah. So. I suppose mine was... um. So back when I, so I started getting into powerlifting and powerlifting training when I was like, probably like 27, 26, 27. Yeah. Um, and that was, oh, where, I don't know, where would I have been? Might have been the back end of the time when I was in England. And I was sort of like, oh, what's this powerlifting yeah. sort of thing? Um, and then definitely when I came back from England, it was like, that was when I sort of ran, started running into powerlifting um, sort of training and then into the, into my first novice comp. And it was always Dan Green. Yeah. And he was sort of like the best uh, one... Oh, what weight class was he in? 110s? Yeah. Was he 110s? I think so. Hundreds or 110s. And I feel like it was him mainly because he was shredded as well. Yep. Like he had low body fat. And yep. I was like, oh yeah, this dude like... He's an absolute, like, Adonis. Like, he's still getting bigger, but he still keeps a real low sort of uh, body fat percentage. So, that was, like, he was my favourite. I even had the, like, Dan Green, like, uh, sumo setup and everything, <laughs> like, when I first started. So, it was definitely him to start with when it came to powerlifting. Yeah. Um, like, I, I just saw him this, like, um, uploading some videos again um, this morning, and I was like, yeah, I remember, like, when Dan Green was, like, the shit to me, eh? I was like, fuck yeah, Dan Green. Yeah. It was all about like, I don't know, his training videos and all that sort of stuff. This was like back when Instagram wasn't that big of a thing though, like four or five years ago. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. as big as what it is now. Yeah. It doesn't have as much influence, but it was sort of, all right, what's this sumo deadlift sort of uh, set up and the big breath with the hands out in front, yeah, down, yeah. grip and rip sort of grip style. style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm probably not the only one because like he's... he's was one of the best in the world at the time. Yeah. Um, it'd be good to see him get back to like the, the upper echelon as well. Um, so it was him. And then as I started getting into more running, um, running based stuff, obviously the David Goggins stuff was like real inspiring. Yeah. I um, and I was right into that just cause it was like, I don't know. It made me ask like, why haven't you done it yet? If you reckon you can, yep. that sort of thing. So that was inspiring to me. Um, and I was, I was just sort of, uh, I don't know, for some reason I just thought this would be something good to talk about. So who gets you sort of up and about, fired up? Um, other people, like most of the CrossFitters, like the up, the top level CrossFitters, and even the um, the local guys uh, that you see from like the Perth scene yeah. that get you sort of uh, up and about. Like you can't really be a half decent CrossFitter without having like a go-getter attitude because they've got to do so much work all the time. Yeah. Like they've got to train every morning, every afternoon, basically, to get to the level that they need to get to. That's just the way CrossFit is. That's the nature of the beast. So they always get me up and about. Um, the one lately has been um, Brendo from Perth FitFam. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, he's, like, well, he wouldn't mind me saying he's not an accomplished athlete at anything. Yep. But he always, like, jumps in, even if it's not Man. right up his alley. So he's he's... He yeah, did a 24-hour... Oh, dude. He's very similar so, to you, isn't he, in that way? He's a... I'd say he's got more of a CrossFit background lately. So yeah. he trains CrossFit. But he's jumping into a powerlifting comp at the end of the year. He did... He's doing true grit. So yeah. I'm going to be racing him. I, I told him I was going to trip him over. <laughs> um, and then he did the 24-hour 
obstacle course race in Sydney. Yep. Um, there was something else in there as well. He's doing he the... He won the... the um, he's done F45, F45 stuff. Obviously, it all comes yeah. with what he's what he's trying to do with Perth Fit Fam and everything. Yep. But it just, it gets me up and about. So he's doing the Bay Games stuff and I was like, yeah, I'm going to jump in on that as well. Yep. So someone like that who I feel, and I sort of joke with him, it's like, oh, it's the kindred spirit, bro. Like, because we, we just want to do sort of everything, even though yeah. we might not be that good or that talented at everything when it comes to fitness. Yeah. Better than average. Well, both of you would probably be very good if you specifically went down one you know, one track of... Well, yeah, running, like, you know I, I mean? see him so do CrossFit, and I'm like, fuck, he's pretty decent at CrossFit. Yeah, Because yeah. he's put time into it, you know what I mean? And I just feel like that attitude of, like, what's this, let me at it, is, like, right yeah. where I want to be. Um, the other one is uh, Shannon Daly, who's a obstacle course racer as well, yep. um, who's, you know, bloody everywhere. So he just did his first ultra. He's fucking too fast for me, uh, but he's just, mate, just running everywhere. Um, he did the 24-hour one as well. Yep. I don't think he had a very good time at it, but he still did the 24-hour one. But those are the sort of dudes that sort of, um, I don't know, they just go, go, go. And that's how, I don't know, that I like that. Yeah, That's what I want to do. So they're the sort of dudes um, that I like to follow and get me up and about, as I say. Yeah. A couple of others. Um, Benny Seymour, who's a bit more of like an influencer, uh, ex-rugby player. I actually played a couple of games with him. Um, I remember him roasting me because I was playing nine and he was playing ten. Yeah. He's played for the force. Uh, now he does like multi-sport stuff. Um, I remember him roasting me because I think I, I threw him a fucking stink-ass pass and he told me to be better. Uh, but he's, uh, yeah, he's got like a real big following on social media and all that sort of stuff. But he's out there smashing all like the Red Bull races and did like the Bali Marathon yep. that sort of stuff. And then lastly is a dude named Sean Bell who I randomly came across he did like 50 marathons in 50 days. Jesus. Um, in To like honour his mate who passed away. Um, and he just like sort of did it, like not that much fanfare. Yeah, I finished that. And then he did the Bali Ultra Marathon as well, which was like from fucking Kuda to the north coast or some shit. Yeah. Like 80 odd Ks in Bali. Yuck. Um, and then he just did like a 24 hour, just ran. Just like, oh, I'm doing it as a fundraiser. Just ran around the footy field for a day. Yeah, right. Yeah. So dudes like that just get me like, fucking hell. If he can do that for, like, I can go for a 5k run here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's a few from me. So Troy's very much uh, more like, I don't know, locally focused or people that are near him. It's funny. It's everything I've ever done. Like, even when I was skateboarding, I always remember it's more like the dude's <coughs> dude, the best skater at the park was like yep. more influential to me than Andrew Reynolds was, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. I understand that. You've seen how it all goes, you know? I suppose that for me is... Yeah, like the guys, I not don't know, I suppose I, I named a couple of local dudes as well. Yeah. Not, not to say that, like, you know, those top guys are, you know, their goals to, to look at and go, you know, yeah. how awesome would that be? But It can, it can seem unattainable influence. at yeah, times yeah, as well. Yeah. Lastly to that, I would, um, I do feel it's weird that, like, there's that, like, um, it's almost like a fitness expo culture. Like, people are, like, so into, like, Larry Wheels. Yeah. The, the, they the could tell you like his Martin, PBs and stuff. It's weird to me. Yeah, it does seem weird, eh? I, I get the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. People that barely have put a month of hard training together Yeah. want to talk it's to you about... the flavour of the month sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, yeah. it's It's always been a bit strange to me, that sort of thing. Well, anyway. Like the same thing with the rock you guys are all on about. I was like, I don't get it, like... I'm going to get hounded about this What's now because I don't like The Rock. I don't think he's that great. And Dude, I don't either. I just, oh, he's fucking jacked. People, though, just... But, like, do I see his posts and want to like them? No. Yeah, no. no do I, just... I think, yeah, I follow him. But, yeah, it's like... Yeah, fuck, The Rock's not motivating me. Like, yes and no. Yeah. Normally, I'm just like, dude, you're on so much shit. Like, yeah. on so much... Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I do understand what you mean. Yeah, it's it's just weird, yeah. the the fitness expo sort of culture like that online. Oh, I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to sort of describe, but I think people know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Lastly, so the the point about that is, I would say, obviously, social media has a huge influence, and I think myself, like Troy, we'd all agree, um, 
and we're sort of under this umbrella as well, like we're not immune to it, just make sure like, you know, the people that you are following are putting you in a positive mind frame. Like we see, um, we see it from clients and stuff and they'll mention this and that, that they saw this and that doing and we've mentioned it before on the podcast. Yeah. Man, it's so easy to just unfollow people. As soon as you have like a negative thought or a, a, like a, it makes you feel a certain way. Yeah. Like, just be like, why do I feel that way? All right. Think about how you can address it, but just fucking unfollow that shit. It's one click of a button. Yeah. That's I feel like I want to unfollow everyone, but I don't want to hurt people's feelings now. Yeah. I might do it, eh? Takes a fair bit for me to unfollow someone. So. You're like Kelly. I was, Kelly's like Kelly will say something. Like, I'm like, I'll just oh, look at this, and I'll just be like, hey, unfollow that shit right now, <laughs> immediately. Yeah. I might unfollow everyone. I definitely would if it was giving me the negative responses. Of yeah, I, f- I just feel like um, I've seen and heard it like enough that, hey, don't let like that. Yeah. And the thing is, we live on there because it's part of our making a living. Yeah. So we're probably uh, even more susceptible to it. Yeah. Yeah. So just make sure you follow people that get you up and about. That's it. So we gave you a few uh, a few people to look into there. Um, dude, I lasted four days... Having no coffee. Four days. I'm so weak. Man. I've had like two every day since... When was it? Last week Did I was you, like three oh, that's days what I was in. I going to ask. Did you like just like hammer the coffee when you got back? Like just like oh, this is... No, I had one. Like, what day was it? It would have been like Thursday last week and I was just like... Oh, you know what? You were looking a bit tired there, eh? For a couple of days. I'm not sure what was going on. But yeah. I'm back on the coffee. It's my cross to bear basically. Yeah. yeah it's my heroin. What am I going to do about it? Rehab for quitters. Yeah, man. I tried to give it up. I couldn't do it. There's two coffee cups on my desk as we speak. I've never tried to give it up. I've seen so many people like struggling giving up. Well, I told you I I I fucking had a nap. I told you I napped like a little baby. Yeah. Like the first day I didn't have any. Fell asleep on the couch. Like a child. Yeah. So I'm addicted to coffee, man. Um, I'm with you too. Dude, I started reading some Reddit fitness forums. Reddit's so strange, man. Have you been on Reddit? Yeah. Yep. It's like people. It. I don't know how to describe what if you would ever go to Reddit to get an answer. Well, that's it's funny. I, every time you start reading, you read through and go, "Wait a minute, this isn't like, the right information, is it?" Like, oh, should dude, I, I shouldn't trust this as actual. People proper. will be like. Oh, I, it's so fucking... They'll write in and they'll just be like, I need to do such and such. What should I do? And I'm like, hey, man, go- Google it. Like, go to a reputable source. What are you on Reddit for? Reddit's so strange to me. Anyway, so I was reading it and I wanted to get some, like, just stupid fitness shit off there for the podcast and just, like, basically roast it. But people are actually using it, like, in a sort of decent enough way. But the one thing I noticed was that people were really still talking about cutting and bulking. Now, I thought this was like a late 90s thing. No, no. Early 2000s thing. Like, cutting and bulking is still a thing. Big time. You Who, probably don't hear it as much in, at, at our gym, but man, you go to commercial gyms. I don't think I've ever said, oh, I'm cutting. That's one thing I've since I've been in the industry, it's always been there. Cutting and bulking. Yeah. What are you doing at the moment? <laughs> I've been bulking probably the last two years straight. <laughs> eh? Not in the last. It's just weird. And so, it, is this just like, like it technically is I'm losing weight or I'm gaining weight? Yeah. It's just, I just was but, like, oh wow, all these people are talking about like, I was I was bulking and now I'm looking to cut and like all the questions are like, oh, I've been cutting for such and such and now I'm looking to bulk and I'm just like, is this, what year is this? I was like checking the dates on it and it's, it's all like recent stuff. Yeah. So... I don't know. I just wanted to chat a little bit about. I don't know. What? Why would you need to cut? Why would you need to bulk if you're? If you want to look like you lift, yeah. The best way is to continuously lift, right? Yep. Like lifting goes without saying. So there's like there was people on there that's like, oh, I'll stop lifting because I'm trying to I'm cutting and like I was just like, what is going on here? It was, it was yeah. all over the place. Like there was these two camps that people were in yeah that like were extremely different and you had to do all this different stuff when basically it does come down to 
like caloric intake, we know. Because yep. you can lift all the weights in the world if you don't have, if you don't put the mass into your mouth, it's yep. not going to stay in your body. Like you cannot just create mass out of nothing. Yeah. You can do, you can have all the fucking, you can do whatever you want. If you don't put stuff in your mouth, you're not going to get any bigger. That's it. Um, so yeah, it was just, I feel like it's uh, not a very healthy mindset yep. or it's not the right I wouldn't say healthy it's not the right mindset to be in to there be is, like I'm a cutting I'm bulking I was going to say because there's people that do cutting and bulk and do it successfully there, yeah. that, it can be done and you know like it from probably from our point of view like oh, we're not professional freaking uh, professionals on nutrition at all so I would it's something I just would not yeah. want to touch because it's, it's I would tough just, to do properly yeah for me I'm but, just like this is the habit that you want to get into you want to be like yeah. keeping your protein higher trying to increase your lean mass yeah. making sure that you're doing your strength training or your sports specific training that you need to do yeah. um, and then manipulate your calories in order to yes. in order to see the improvements that you want yeah um, whether that be putting on weight but I just feel like the cutting and bulking just takes both to a yeah, huge extreme yeah, and that's the thing so it's like bulking I'm like between. I'm eating pizza every night yeah. all this sort of stuff so like wow fuck yeah. I don't know most of us want to be like in the middle ground somewhere yeah either side of the middle ground rather than like bulking and cuttings like the end of the spectrum that's a good way to put it I feel like bulking and cutting to me are like the end of the rulers most people want to be somewhere in the middle, yeah. either side of the middle, whether they're trying to lose weight, improve their, you know, body fat percentage or gain weight, yeah. increase their lean I feel muscle. like it's just a term to use what you feel like. It's yeah. Like, like, you know, it's I just thought we were past that. Oh, no, man, fuck. happens all the time. Man, I'm naive then. Like, and I just used to find it funny. You'd go in the gym, talk to a regular gym dude and be like... Oh yeah, I'm bulking. Like, you, <laughs> just you see never... him next week and he goes, oh, I started cutting now. Yeah. And then the next week you're seeing us, oh, actually, yeah, nah, didn't like cutting out. It's <laughs> like, it's almost like a week to week thing. I was like, what the hell is going on here? And they, they, all those dudes that always talk about cutting and bulking, oh, there's one thing in common. Dude, that's They never funny actually change because they never, that's they're funny. Ne- ne- neither in any, you know, they're neither cutting or bulking. Yeah. So, and that's the problem with it. Like they're just st- stuck in this. Yeah. conflicting goals I'm def- never been actually going anywhere I'm definitely just trying to um, get people in the habit of consistently that's keep it simple consistently training specific. yeah that sort of thing so um, rather than having these two big extremes at, okay what are we doing are we cutting we're cutting you want to lose body fat yeah you know you, let's just focus just on that let's yeah. do that first don't make yeah, it it's so weird to me man uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do a podcast where we just roast reddit questions yeah just go through those <laughs> stupid reddit questions yeah. there was some fucking dumb ones on there but it's hell long like explanations and stuff Whew. and all these like acronyms for programs i've never heard of yeah it's weird like dudes like oh, i can't train uh five days a week should i just train on two days and, and people are like yeah <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck man um let, let, let's go over this pretty quickly um advice for people who have a really active job or an, and advice for people who have an inactive job. So, the, for the uh, the people that have a really active job, sometimes it's like fuck, can't get to the gym, that yep. sort of stuff. Yep. Um, what would you? What would be your advice? Or well, can't? It's not that they can't get to the gym, but they're knackered yeah. because they've just worked ten hour shift of shift and shit, yep. basically, um, or whatever it is. You know, a lot of the this. Not so much FIFO, but a lot of the FIFO guys do deal with it because they work hard shifts up there. FIFO not not that people that don't live locally can't work hard, yeah. but um, I think people know what I mean when I say that. So really active job, like manual labor, all that sort of stuff. What would you say? Uh, what advice would you give people yeah. um, when it comes to improving their training or improving their condition, I suppose? Well, the first thing is probably trying to find when's the best time where they're going to actually feel energy to be able to train. So a lot of times with the guys with really active jobs, and I've been in this position too when I um, I had a pretty hard yakker job where I wanted to train. Yeah. I would I would just get up first thing in the morning. That would be my training sessions. I always found that worked yep. better for me. If I know I've got a full day, of, I'm lifting heavy things all day. Yeah. And you get, at the end of the day and you're absolutely knackered, you're not going to be able to put much in um, that evening. So I'd just get up five o'clock in the morning, do my training session. And I usually found um, it was a good like, little warm-up to get, get into work anyway. So that's 
that's one of the first things you could look at when when is the best time you're gonna have energy to be able to perform in the gym yep so it could be as simple as this let's get up a little bit earlier do my training before work um and obviously the guys doing FIFA I'd be looking at not putting too much pressure on themselves to follow a really hard detailed program when they're doing their 12 hour days so that's when perfect man when you're away you know it, it could be as simple as going for a 10 minute jog somewhere and when you're away when you when you're back this way I, I try to plan it with my guys that do FIFO that's when we hit it hard really you know yeah you be able to get a good night's sleep you're not working 12 hour days that's when we hit it hard so yeah I definitely think that a lot of people um that aren't training for anything specific in terms of athletic endeavors can really and that's where like that I always harp on about the big four can really to a certain degree do what they want as long yep. as they're working hard yep um, and that that shouldn't get lost on most people that are you know struggling for time yep. or energy that sort of stuff I'm just like get in get out get it done yep. it doesn't really have to be these long elaborate two hours sessions we're not talking yep. about people that are trying to be competitive in anything or power lifters or anything like that yep. talking about like general strength general health and fitness um yeah, it really is get in, get out, get it done um, for the active job. I would say people can go two ways um, with the active job sort of stuff. So someone who's had an active job and who's sort of trained themselves can have like a really high tolerance to workload. Yeah, that's a good thing. So yeah, someone, I'd say like Nathan, Yep. he can handle a really, like he's got an active job. Yeah. Um, heavy lifting, on the tools, all that sort of stuff. But he has the capacity to deal with like a high training load as well. Yeah. He's And it's almost like he's trained himself into it. Almost like, uh, what would you say, like the farmers of old. Yeah. So like, you know, they've, they've done a lot of training. They've got that good uh, GPP base. So yeah. Like they're physically prepared for work. And then there's other people that sort of just survive it. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's an inherent trait or it's a thing over time that gets built in but there's people that are like I couldn't make it there like it was too hard I just worked such and such Yeah. Um, and they're the people I'd say like get in get it done so I feel like there's sort of two oh, I don't know the ball could be in two courts with that sort of thing with yeah. um, guys that work active jobs yeah. You see the ones that are absolute beasts and you could throw anything at them and they'd be like, sweet, cool. Yeah. This is fuck all. I'm used to working hard. And there'd be the others like, oh, I've worked hard. I don't know if I can handle it. There's little that. tricks you can do as well, like yeah. with the, the old take your gym bag to work with you. Oh, I definitely think that's one thing. Um, yeah, that, <laughs> that's one mean, thing. Like, um, when I was Bricky's labourer, and it wasn't the hardest job, but it was harder than going to uni. Yeah. Um, we would just drive home and, well, drive from work straight to the gym. Yeah. Uh, we might go home, but it would be like just to get changed and then go. Yeah. Um, we had some pretty sweet sessions then, and like you'd know about it if you were, you know, doing a lot of stuff towards the end of the day, a lot of lifting. You might not be able to lift the same, but you just take that into account. That's it. Um, and not putting too much pressure on hitting numbers, which it goes without saying. I say that all the time. Yeah. Just because you program or you, your brain tells you you want to hit a certain thing for a certain number, if it's not happening, it's not happening. Just That's fucking. It deal with it by putting the weight down yep. um, or skimming shit and move on to the next thing. That's it. It's more, it's the most important thing is that you're there getting, well, getting work done and working hard. All right. Uh, what about an inactive job? These go without saying, man, this is basically everyone that's inactive. So like the majority of the population, yeah. um, like I would say find the time where you can um, to add in like a good exercise, exercise regime, like an inactive job is fine if you're active outside those hours. Yeah. Like all the, all the stuff, even about like sitting down, all that sort of stuff, you're basically, the stronger and fitter you are has a protective, protective sort of, uh, oh, what would you call it? Protective mechanism on how inactive people can be. So if I'm strong as fuck, I can sit down for four hours. I'm probably going to be right. Yeah. If I'm not, it might do me a heap of damage. So like having some sort of uh, strength and fitness regime or program, um, it gives you a protective benefit 
over how inactive some people might be at work. Yep. The other thing is you can add in like, and they, they go over this sort of stuff in, in office jobs and all that sort of stuff. You got like the ergon dynamics of your desk and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yep, yep. Um, getting up, taking breaks. This is like, Sitting we're not... Sitting on a football instead oh, of the chair. Oh, like oh. One. Uh, we're not breaking news with all this sort of stuff, but I would say um, just get yourself a daily exercise habit. It might just be, um, you know... I've gone on about this for ages too. I've always wanted to see workplaces do like, you know, at school when they do like a 10 minute fitness thing. Yeah. Started, I think every single office workplace should have <laughs> like a little 10, 15 minute get up, let's do some training. Dude, some people are just straight up like, I don't exercise though. Yeah. Like we're so far away from them because yeah. we don't deal with them. Yeah. People like some people go, like, oh no. Exercise. No, that's not happening. Um, but yeah, I would just, I would just find, I, I feel the one thing is people don't need as many rest days as they think they need. Like general, the general population. Yeah. Athletes, powerlift, the people that are pushing the envelope. Yeah. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Rest and recovery is important. But everyone else, be more active every single day. Yeah. Walks, like light body weight sessions, even light gym sessions. Yep. Like it's fine. Do it every day. Don't be like, oh, I need time to. No, you don't. That's like. Old stuff from bodybuilders. Yeah. I think we're past that time and CrossFit has pushed that envelope because those guys do back to back to back and push the envelope. That's it. So, old mate from the office can go for a 10 minute walk. They don't need a fucking rest day. No. You know what I mean? No. They can go for a a 10 minute walk every day. They can do some weights every day. Yep. They can use the same muscle groups every day. Yep. If, If your training's not that intense, you need to do a fuckload of it. (laughs) <laughs> basically yeah so uh, I feel like that's been obviously like bodybuilders of past have sort of it's sort of been passed on that there's this like yeah don't train again the next day sort of thing and I feel like like I said CrossFit has sort of just almost wiped that out from a not fr- from a training point of view from a performance point of view it's not smart yeah. But from a like strength fitness health point of view. Just looking at the general it's population fine, man. getting fit and healthy. Yeah. 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 yeah, general population, like dude, train upper body, lower body, upper body, lower body for, for the rest of your life. You'll be fine. Yeah. If stuff's not super heavy and you're not training for anything specifically. Yeah. And obviously listen to what your body's telling you. It, it, like I've gone I've sort of gone away from saying, Oh, have a rest day to people that aren't why are you having a rest day? Yeah. Like exercise, train. No, I wouldn't even call it training. Exercise, just physical activity every day. Yeah. It's fucking good for you. That's, That's where I'm getting to anyway. <laughs> um, uh, quickly on this one, risk versus... Uh, this is from uh, my mate Marty, yep. uh, who is a runner and uh, a masseuse for the Eagles. I'm not sure who he's thinking about here. Risk versus reward when it comes to playing finals when returning from injury. Where do you sit? Oh, the old... Kevin Durant so <coughs> um, oh dude I sit in the I sit in the seat where I'm a strength and conditioning coach and not a medical professional yeah Yeah, I don't clear people you know yeah, I, I, I don't make those decisions yeah. so I don't have to yeah. um, I give that to people that are getting paid more than me yeah um, or I would if I was in that predicament um, as a player I'd probably uh, I don't know there is a definite okay. I don't know man because Durant came back and I don't think he was told he should and that sort of stuff, but I feel like it's a um, if you if you've got a good chance of winning the whole thing yep. or helping your team get to the whole thing, then yeah, it might be. But if you finish eighth barely or something like that, it might be like, hey, worry about next year, get yourself right. But that's the thing. I think like as an individual sport, you'd probably be a little bit more like you know, oh, if this all goes wrong, I'm only letting myself down. I'm not even letting myself down. The injury happens, but I, I find in the team sport one, some people get a little bit selfish with it. Like, you know, it should be the team flight. Because if you go down, you know, you're affecting the, the team's performance too. So, yeah. you know, I think you've got to be a little smarter in that sort of situation. So, yeah. So if you got, if there's a risk that you go down and you're a player short, that's, yeah, true. that's not doing the team thing, is it? True, so, true, true. Um, I would say, yeah, it's, uh, comes down to the medical 
medical guys and yeah that's it and you got to put the trust in the the training that have been able to do get under their belt I don't know it's a real tough one I suppose if you, you are right like you want the team to come first but I'm I'm probably too selfish and I'd uh, if I thought I was right well, that's it. Most professional athletes, <laughs> these guys that have played... They're professional because they are pretty selfish. You know, and, you they know, get to that point because exactly, they uh, yeah. back themselves in. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? I'm not sure who he's um, referring to with that one. But yeah, I would definitely, um, as an SNC coach, I'd definitely try and handball that one. Yeah. That's uh, not, <laughs> <you> <laughs> nah, fuck no. Not with um, money on the line either with those guys, uh, you know, contracts and everything. Alright, we've got a, a little bit to uh, go over with Sports News. Roll that intro. Dude, the Wallabies. Yeah. What? What did I watch, man? How good was it? They were that good. Like, that, what was it, 13-12 at halftime? Yeah. Something like that. Um, Did they Scott they Barrett can... had just been sent off, or it might have been... 16-13, because they got that... 16-12. 16-12? 16-12, yeah. because yeah, they got, yeah, penalty um, after the red card. I think it... Back in the day, that wouldn't that have been a, a red rough, card. <laughs> but, but, oh, it's not rough, man, because it's, it's part of the rules. Like, you can't is, do but, that. Like, and it hit him in the head, so yeah, yeah. it's the right call. Um... It's just back in the day that it would, stuff like that just got missed a lot, man. Yeah. And you can't ever tuck your arm like that in it's rugby. It's well picked up by the ref because watching it he, live... I think he saw it, man. But really the other thing is, it. and it happens in league a lot now, and even uh, some... It happens in footy too, is the like, oh, fuck, I'm injured. Yeah. They'll look at it. That guy will get dealt with, oh, sweet, actually, and then good to go. Yeah. So like Hooper, like I feel like I would have fucking hurt. It was a pretty hard hit. Yeah, um, because he gives out like a bit of a ah and fucking holds his head and all that sort of shit, and yeah. the ref just blows it up straight away. Because normally you play advantage, right? Yeah. So he's obviously thought he's hurt. I'm gonna stop this, or nah, straight up that's a red card. But in rugby, you're supposed to play advantage to like because the Wallabies could go pass, pass, try. Yeah. Um, and they score, but he's obviously like nah. I think he said, like, no, I think this is going to be a red card. Like, we need to look at it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Which is a little bit weird for rugby. So, I feel like it was a red card back in the day or even, like, in a lot of games, it probably doesn't get seen. Yeah. I know he had the ball and everything if you're watching the play, but it sometimes can be a little bit, like, innocuous. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like, think it's a rough one. I do. I, I don't like it. It's the same in the AFL now at the moment. Like, when guys are ducking their head and there's just a... You know, an accidental elbow to the head or a clash. Of yeah, that wasn't accidental head. though. That's the thing. It, yeah, it's not know. accidental at all. I wouldn't say it was like there was malice in the definitely. Way he was doing that. You reckon? Yeah, man. You reckon? Yeah, having played rugby, like he's done that on yeah. purpose. Because like you're not allowed to tuck your arm at all like that in rugby. Yeah, okay. Like it's against the rules across. Like you can't tackle like that. You're yeah. not supposed to clean out like that, even though it happens. Yeah. Um, but they've outruled outruled all of that, like tucking. Of the elbow, it's all like um, old school Sunny Bill rugby league shoulder charge style. Yeah. Um, you just sorry sniffling. Um, you just simply cannot like tuck your elbow and like charge into people. You can do it in footy yeah. as long as you hit them below the shoulder. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, rugby you can't. So. Fair enough. I feel like the Wallabies probably would have won anyway, man. Like well, the way they were playing. Well, up until that point, they were still the better team, weren't they? Oh, dude. You know, so they were chopping. I I was dirty that Will Genya didn't start at nine. I sent a text to the boys. It was like, the disrespect of Will Genya has got to stop. <laughs> and then Nick White comes out and plays. A like, that's the best game by a scrum half uh, for Australia that like I've ever seen. Yeah. I feel. Like, it, I can't really remember an out-and-out performance by Gregan like, where, like, that I can remember. Yeah. But that, that game there was like, fuck. Like, the way he controlled it, the influence that he had on the game, um, like... A scrum half for Australia hasn't had that in a long time where it was just it was just running things, man. Which made it really good because then when it comes to rugby, like the nine or ten's gonna run the game. And yeah. a lot of the time it's normally gonna be the ten. Um, like being a fly half. So for a nine to sort of 
just run most of the gameplay and really like set the tone for the game. Super aggressive, wasn't he? Like, yeah, so, so he, he ran, like as a nine, you sort of get told, because that's the position I played, like yeah. all my rep rugby at. Yeah. You sort of get told like, oh, you're normally the sm- a smaller person. Like I was quite, I'm big for a nine. Yeah. Um, but you, you sort of get told, oh, you know, take your time when it comes to running the ball, wait for people to get tired, yeah. you know, that sort of stuff. Like, But he was like, second minute of the game, like a little scoot, went for a run, got over the advantage line, um, like a, a quick ball from the ruck, all that sort of stuff. So he was just really taking the game on. And he was running the, these little J's out of the back of the ruck. And most rugby players will know what I'm talking about. Like, So he's actually picking the ball up rather than just passing. So if you pass it, Everyone in the defensive line just looks straight to where that. That's where the ball's gone. Yep. But if you run out and run that little J line, which I always used to like to do, but some some coaches would just be like, just pass it straight to the fucking person who's getting it. It's like, yep. all right, yep. sweet. Well, now everyone knows he's got the ball. Yeah. Sort of thing, especially when you're passing just forwards. But he was running those little J lines, so now the the one, two, and maybe even the three defenders on the inside of him are basically out of the game, because then he makes the pass yep. to either a forward short or out the back to another forward or even the fly half and then everyone's chasing from the inside or like there's not that same defensive line predictability. so the fact that he was doing that and just yeah he, he was just good man and it's good to see like a scrum half like I've got a bit of a bias when it comes to scrum half like showing like that's the art of like being a scrum half is sort of alright there's a forward down I'm going to hold you up a bit, being creative yeah. passing the ball um, and just sort of setting the tone for the whole game. And then Samu Karevi was fucking nuts, man. Yeah, man, how good was he? The one where he ran over Bowden Barrett, bro. <sighs> Fuck. People are like, that's our Jonah moment. I was like, hell yeah, <laughs> man. I think um, they'll make a few changes. I think Bowden Barrett will go to 10 this weekend. Yeah. Um, like, I think Moanga scored a try, but I feel like Barrett's too good not to get the ball in his hands as much as you can. Yeah. So I think he'll go to 10. Um, Scott Barrett won't play um, but whoever they bring in is just as good like yeah. that's the thing with the the uh, All Blacks man they got two teams that are basically it's going to be same. interesting how they um, fire up eh? it could get ugly <laughs> oh dude I, like still game. Australia could do that three more times and still wouldn't be the favourite yeah oh yeah that's you cool. know what I mean it's just no, like no, nah yeah no, I, you know what I enjoyed? Being able to go onto social media after the game. <laughs> Kiwis just yeah, roasting us, eh? So, um, it was so good to watch. Um, yeah, I thought O'Connor was all right for his first first That uh, first start try back. was his work. A couple of good touches. Because you, you're not going to get, especially with Samu Karevi being there, he's not really a ball distributor. Yeah. So he's not really going to get the ball off Karevi that much. So when he does get the ball, it's going to be normally off um, 9 or 10. Like, Karevi's there for, like, running the ball. Yeah. Um, but the touches he did have were, were pretty classy. He was liking that one-handed palm of the ball. Yeah. Keeping that arm free, which was good. Um, yeah, it was, I, I sort of feel this weekend like, oh, man, who knows? It could be the opposite. It could be flipped. Yeah. Um, I think but they're going to bring... Good. I was just saying, it's just good for rugby. Oh, it is good for rugby. It? And know, good I don't to... think even Kiwi supporters... They, I think they like this. They actually think... This, it might give them a kick up the arse. You know, like, right, well, the, the All Blacks have lost to the Wallabies every before. World Cup year. Was it last year when... They, that was just... It was just getting embarrassing, I think the off-field stuff has actually made it more... Im- made the Wallabies it seem like more of a laughing stock than yeah, they actually are. couldn't get worse. They're not... No, but then, like, actually on the field, they weren't terrible... No. But like the administration, the whole Izzy Falau thing, yeah. the whole axing the force thing, the the whole just setup of Super Rugby is just fucking shit. The crowds are shit. Yeah. Like the grassroots competitions leading into what the fuck's going it's on? I'm it. getting bloody, I'm getting emails. But like all the off-field stuff has like made it feel like the Wallabies were doing worse than what they really were. Yeah. They weren't took, that bad. I don't think like, it took the pressure off them too. Yeah. I, almost so no one expected them to do All that off-field that shit well, made so. them seem like they were fucking useless, but they were still doing all right. They weren't that high in the world rankings, but like the world rankings can be a little bit skewed with how many tests people play and who they're playing against, that sort of stuff. Like yeah. we play South Africa and New Zealand in most of our tests, so it's... Yeah. Like, True. it's hard. Yeah. Like we're not like England who get to play Scotland, Italy like a couple of bang average teams yeah. every other time they get to play. Sorry if you're Scottish or Italian. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I feel like this weekend, I, I'm looking to see, they'll bring Coleman in to start, I'd assume, and drop Rodder. 
Um, they might drop Rodder altogether and leave Luke Jones on the bench because he covers six as well, but then Pocock's got to be in there somewhere as well. Yeah, I don't think they'll play Pocock and Hooper, especially the way um, Nicerani's been playing and Luke Antui as well, or whatever he's changed his name to. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting because Pocock's got to be in there somewhere. I think they'll bring him off the bench um, as a, a six or eight. So they they don't they I think they've come out and said they don't want to play him and Hooper because they're basically same position different yeah. players but same position yeah yeah so there's the uh, the Wallabies news um, what other news man Dockers are still shit that's not news really is it yeah yeah they're been, still uh, shit well they they were actually okay but I I said this I said how is it like guaranteed oh, they're gonna lose next week they're like oh the finals mom, is so. probably out of reach hey man you won't play finals <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Um, Jofra Archer is in for Jimmy Anderson apparently yep um, and I think Stark will probably come back in for the Lord's test yeah, I didn't take too much play. I didn't take too much attention from the last test because when I looked we were 3 for 30 in the first innings yeah, and I was, was like such a good game Stuart Broad was carving up and I was just like I can't have this man I don't like it's, it's like, hard to watch Stuart Broad do oh, I just want to punch him in the face he is definitely one of his guys you want to punch eh? fuck he looks like a dick um <laughs> Yeah, so hopefully we can do them and pull their pants down over there. Um, what else? EPL, man. EPL started on the weekend, and I was like, oh, yeah. fuck yeah, I love me some Premier League. Um, and you can't watch it. You have to have Optus TV. No one's got Optus TV. <laughs> and then I was trying to stream it. You can't really stream sport shit from is, an iPad. It's just sport in general is getting ridiculous. With I got excited because I thought the Eng- it was like EFL, which is the second league. And I was watching that, and I was like, wait, this isn't even fucking Premier League. Yeah. And I was like, where's the Premier League? And like, I was scrolling through Foxtel. I knew that they didn't have it last year, and I thought that was just like a weird year or something, and surely they'll sort their lives out. Yeah. And then I realised I've got to pay 15 bucks to watch... Yeah, 15 bucks a month for Optus TV, and it's only got soccer on it. Is that it? Oh, it's only... So it's basically EPL TV. Yeah. There's no other sports that you get that aren't already on TV. It's EPL, like, uh, League Pass, yeah, right. basically. On his EPL on KO? No. What's that? No. there's like a full. I was, I was on the Googles, man. I was on the Googles over it. Um, so I'm thinking I need to get one of those fucking VPNs so the government can't track me. <laughs> yeah, and then I have to like buy like BT Sports or something yeah. from from the um, the UK. Yeah. I don't Which know. Ridiculous. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. I think you have to pay for that anyway. But that's like buying Foxtel now. Yeah. Well, I don't need that either. I just want to watch, like... I only really watch the games that are, like, Liverpool, Man United, Man City, Arsenal, like, yeah, the big teams. Who do you support the EPL? I don't do really have, have a team, team mate. Oh, I like watching, uh, like, Chelsea. I chose um, Everton as my team. For yeah, the I didn't, like... K, yeah, yeah I, was, I, I was on Everton them, for so a little bit. I just sort of just... Who, who, what Aussies are over there now? I don't even I don't know. Think there is any Aussies over there, is there? Yeah, so oh, I like watching. Couple, I like watching the big. The I like watching the big teams. There's just like sick atmospheres and that, and like yeah, when yeah. people score goals, it's just like ah yeah fuck yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just <laughs> oh man. To be honest, it puts me to sleep on a Saturday night. Like it's, I'm just chill, just on the couch. Yeah. Just watch some EPL. I'll, I'll never make it to the end of the game. Fall asleep. Like all good. But yeah, can't watch it. Bloody useless. So that's uh, that's me ranting about EPL. If anyone's got a fix for that, sort me out. Or a good streaming site, man. Well, Some streaming a... sites are dog shit, eh? They're like, bet three, six, five ads and shit popping up all over the place. Yeah, and yeah. now I've signed up for a sports bet account or something. Fucking useless. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's episode 20, man. 20 down. Oof. Hour and a bit. Yeah. Fuck yeah, we're cruising along. Um, Time for a coffee. Oh, my third for the day. <laughs> Jesus. All right, dudes, thanks for listening. Um, if you haven't already, come to the gym. Yep. Fuck, that's it. That's my sign-off today. Get down there. If you haven't come to the gym, what are you doing?